Hey everybody, it is Ask Us and we are here today talking about our flaws. So we're going to mm. talk about what we think our own personal flaws are okay. and we may even get into where they came from or why we feel this way. So um, let's go around the table and everybody introduce themselves again. Alright, so I am Angel Leek. I'm Ashley. I'm Chanel. And I'm the forever late Kia. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Ask Us. You guys, thank you for joining us once again. So, um, I'm just going to go around the table. I'm going to ask everybody what exactly. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> Y'all can't see, but she actually just made a face. She's about to cry. I, I, I'm done already. I'm oh, done. Lord. Okay, so I don't know. We might It might be an emotional episode, y'all. Maybe. Um, disclaimer, we are inebriated. Uh, <laughs> so it might be a lot of things going on. So I'm going to ask Angelique first, what do you think your flaws are? Who child? Um, we ain't got that much time. Um, it's all right. So I'm gonna go outside in. So I do have a lot of like insecurities. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a lot of physical insecurities. Um, just, I mean, as you get older, you know, you, I had two children, you know, just not the same metabolism as I had, you know, growing up. So, you know, shit stick on. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> no, but, um, I do have, you know, little, little physical insecurities in regards to like, you know, my weight and stuff like that. Even though, you know, people like, oh, you know, you're still beautiful, you know, there's nothing wrong with you, but it's just like, it's for me, it's like, oh Lord, it's just like, I'm not the same. Like, I don't feel the same. Like I'd be looking at high school pictures and be like, oh shit. Oh, if I, I thought I was fat in high school. I would kill for the high school body okay. right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's that. And then, um, I, um, I do have a quick temper. I am a person that will give up very easily in relationships. We talked about dating relationships on the last podcast. We all know that this relationship is totally different. And I'm actually fighting, so I feel like I'm working on that one. Um, I'm a little... I got a potty mouth, I should say. I think that's a flaw. Um, I feel like cussing is good for the soul, but other people probably look at it as like, well, damn, bitch, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you cuss like a fucking sailor, like. Um, <laughs> and to be honest, like, and we'll get into this in another episode, but mental illness runs heavy in my family, and I'm like a little nervous that you know it may hit me because like it's so close to me. Like you know, I have cousins, I have aunties, like. Like, like within the like the immediate family that literally are battling and dealing with this or whatever, and I feel like sometimes like spiritually, like I feel like that's where the enemy try to attack me at is in my mental to get me off my game because I feel like he's thrown so much my way and I've kind of like overcome a lot of stuff, but when it comes to like that mental that mind shit, it's like 
Oh Lord. Like yeah. he like, okay. you know, so that's that's a I wouldn't necessarily say it's a flaw. I think that's a part of like something that's I don't know, but yeah, like them insecurities them shits is for real. Like, yeah, they are they, they are uh prevalent for sure. Um Ashley, what do you think your flaws are? <laughs> My flaws <laughs> Well, I will start like Angelique from the inside to the outside. I struggle with just love in general. I feel like mm. I love so hard and I get upset because I, I feel like I don't receive the love that I put out. Mm. So it hits me just getting the understanding that everybody is different and I have to respect that everybody is not going to love or give or just do certain things the way that I do it Mm -hmm. and I have to just fall back in certain situations because it can become an issue um just being that way and another thing is something I've dealt with so long is an insecurity um just being honest I never felt pretty I never felt like I was this cute girl or anything people used to see me a lot and be like hey every time I see you you change your hair you do this and that was a way of making myself feel pretty so I used to always change up my hairstyles and do different things to try to adjust or adapt to how I felt like I wanted to be in that moment or at that time but even in doing that and changing up and switching up, it was still a void. I still felt I wasn't pretty. But December of 2018, I cut all this off. And I just yes. had this moment oh, of yes. Yes. I can be beautiful this way. I can be beautiful that way. And even when it came to having those surgeries, that was another thing that took me deep down into a flaw because I end up going into depression because I have these scars mm. and I used to always be like oh my gosh I got this scar I'm this way because for a moment I had a as the doctors call it a slight deformity because it used to shift so I stopped smiling for a long time and I wouldn't stand to my left because I didn't want nobody to see my left side because mm-hmm. that's what it was so I really was going through so much then or trying to change and make things so I was just insecure and I wasn't confident but when I really got to that place of self-love and understanding I'm the one who determines how I look and how I feel not nobody else because I can give a damn what nobody else thinks that's where I'm at now so that's why after my last surgery and I felt like okay I'm all right I did. I cut my hair off. I let it be. I started rocking it. And my confidence went to a whole nother level. It just made me feel so much more bold and just so Mm -hmm. much courageous. And it made me start wanting to do different things outside of that. And it just made me laugh at times to think how just me not feeling pretty at times stopped me from doing different things. Mm -hmm. Because I felt the way society is, how people view Mm -hmm. you. It's just like, I felt like this little girl who was skinny and little, even though people were like, oh, you cute, you got a nice body. I didn't think that. I'm like, I feel like I look like some little small, sick little girl, you know, Mm -hmm. anorexic, because they always like, oh, you so little. That used to irritate the mess out of me. Mm -hmm. You so little. Oh, my gosh, why you little? Um, (laughs) Why you this? That I have to learn how to control my tongue. Oh, so that's what I added to where it called from. 
you know, just <laughs> patrolling the tongue. And I've got better because I used to just spit fire. And I had to learn that's not the way you handle things. Fire. I had to learn that that's you have true. to grow up because sometimes you have to be slow to speak. Absolutely. And just okay, listen and just let it flow. And I'm just getting to different areas now when I'm just trying to mature and not letting these flaws become the best in me because like yeah. I said it was putting me in a dark place from having an attitude from being insecure of being pretty or having a certain weight or just even when I didn't go to school that was an insecurity and I felt like a flaw to me because I felt like all my other friends are going to school but then I had to realize your school is not it's just not for you that it mm-hmm. is okay do what you do is stay in your lane and I had to really just go come to the realization with that Long as you stay in your lane and do what's best for you in that moment, it's okay. And I, last but not least, was going through that divorce. I felt like just because I was young, it was a stamp on me. But then I had to realize, it's okay, baby, Mm -hmm. because you can go and get married again and things Mm -hmm. can flow, blossom, and be beautiful as beautiful yeah. so yeah. it's okay like i said stay in your lane do what's best for you and work work it out for you and just letting it be i'm just learning not to let generational curses hold me down mm. come on. i come had on. to listen to when angelique was speaking about mental health and it runs in my family too but one thing i started to do when those thoughts start coming into my head now i start to say that's not me. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be me. Yep. Hell, that's not going to be my child. Okay. Mm-hmm. As they say, I hear it all the time, when things start to come and you feel a certain type of way, say, okay, my mama could have been a crackhead. My daddy was an alcoholic. Great, great granny was a pimp or a hoe or whatever you want to say. But guess what? It stopped and it ends with me. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at with a lot of things too as well when that comes to it. Because I'm seeing a lot of flaws and different things. From looking at my mama too. That's generational because she dealt with yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I have to say, as of right now, going forward, I'm cutting that off at the I'm nipping it in the bud. We yeah. cutting it, we getting it at the root. Yeah. We ma'am. cutting it. And so yes, that's that with me, my bad. Okay. All right. Hello. Kia, what do you think your proposal? Oh, you just gonna be last. We yeah, didn't go with a... the ask, huh? No, okay. we're not. <laughs> I thought about it, but I was like, no. Okay. Let me just go with Kia. Okay, okay, okay. I think my problem, or what other people, yeah, I know my character flaws. <laughs> my character flaws is that I am detached emotionally from a lot of things i do not i don't like emotion i don't know why i like emotion i'm pretty sure if i think about it i can trace it back mostly because family on both sides Mm -hmm. we laugh about a lot of stuff that's how we deal with everything that any type of thing that's why i'm always joking Mm -hmm. so because I'm not tapping into and actually like let me sit in it and then let me be present for whether it's myself, somebody else, I kind of just, I'm not here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not here. I'm just, uh, that's a little bit too deep and it feels like that's going to be heavy. I want to be light and I don't want to be weighed down because I see how it looks. 
I'm a little bit scared of that. And I don't even like using the word scared. I don't like the word fear. I don't like the word scared. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word regret. And I don't use it in my vocabulary often. But I'm like, well, why not sit in it? Let's see where it takes you. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. when you're uncomfortable, then you grow from that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So what's crazy is that I don't cry a lot. Y'all haven't even seen me cry that much. Mm-hmm. If you have seen me cry at all. No. Like, I cry every One time. three years or something, or a year or something. I don't Bitch, know. Bitch, I've been friends with you for <laughs> over 20 years, and I've seen you cry one time. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, did I stump my toe? Was mm-hmm. I sad about I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, that, not to be funny, I haven't seen, even when we was all emotional with the, the, the last, you know, the funerals or whatever mm-hmm. you've been to. I turn around, your ass was smiling and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, she thinking about some chicken and things. Right. You were just smiling. She yeah. definitely was cracking jokes. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I, I don't know why I feel like I have to be stronger. Strong. Mm-hmm. And and mostly because So you do you feel I like crying makes you weak? I do. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I'll give you that. I'll I did. Because I feel then, that way. And then I yeah, want you to. feel like you losing or something. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like I felt like it's weak or I felt like it's weak, but then I would want to allow myself to cry. Like, okay, Kia, let's have a crying session, girl. Let's, let's see. And for some reason, I'm so desensitized that even if I do cry, it'd be for like a second. And it, it meet, even if I want myself to drag it out, I mm-hmm. want to drag it out. It, it, it'll stop because I've I've trained myself to do so. Yeah. So immediately it's kind of like, okay, stop. It gets over. Let's keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just kind of how it's weird to say maybe I've been brought up like that. Because my parents don't. They We all was like loving and we would say, I love you hugs all the time. So it was never a disconnect from that as to my emotions. But Crying was just never. Okay. I didn't. I don't like it. I think I mean, it's uncomfortable. Did you get whoopings? I did get whooping. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Who whooped you? Oh, Trina is crazy. Really? Oh, okay. She's right. nice, okay. but she crazy, girl. No, I, can, I can see that. She's going to do that. that. And then, you know. You pissed her off. Okay. Yes. And then I got a mouth. You know what mm. I'm saying? But I get it honestly because you Billy say whatever he want to say. Yeah. <laughs> she do too. Yeah. So it's like. That's what's what's coming back. But then I'm just like, hmm. So just me being disconnected, I think, needs to change. So maybe that's a character flaw that people see me as. Because they're like, because when somebody's saying something and they're serious, but I think it's irrelevant and I think it's stupid, Mm -hmm. I'm going to laugh in your face. (laughs) Now, some people want to fight you for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, you laughing at me? Like it's a joke. I'm laughing because I'm like, if it's not a joke, it should be. Because why? Why you so amped? And how come I can be calm? So I'm like, is it me? Am I being so? You know? No, but that is good. I don't know. I mean, I I know I get what you're saying. It's a flaw, but I think when it comes to us and we see you like that, we like. That's just key and she don't mean mm-hmm. no harm. Like, right. and we look for you to be that person because yeah, all yeah, of us got that. You got your crier, you got your other emotional, you got your one that's going to mm. build you up still, but you the one that's like, all right, come on, and give us that laugh or say something and right. make it like, okay, yeah, you right. And so I, I don't know if that's the, I don't know, I've, I've heard that was a flaw, and then sometimes I do because I feel like I can't exceed past that if I don't allow myself to 
to take on any But I always wonder, yeah. though, like... And everybody always feels like, well, shit ain't nothing going on with her. When it's, it's always a lot going on. Right. I just don't voice it because I don't feel like being... I don't know. I feel like it's victimizing it, and I feel like I can handle it. Yeah. I feel like I'm strong totally enough to handle agree. it, so why... Do I have to put I it out totally Why agree. even be that like... Is. You know what I'm saying? And to me... It's not even that big because compared to most people that I talk to or a lot of my counterparts, associates, friends, family members, I didn't have a lot of the past that they had. So then I, sometimes I feel guilty like, damn, I don't have a story until I got older. Mm -hmm. Things happen and you grow up and life happens, but I don't have a, a background story to be like, I can't just be like, oh, I'm good. So I don't really say too much because then that may make you feel bad. Mm. So I don't want to say nothing, and okay. then I try to just be like, "It's cool." That's why a lot of stuff. I when people are telling me stuff, it's so blank and desensitized that it's easy for people to talk to me because I'm like, I heard it all. I haven't experienced it though. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I don't want to make you feel. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it may be a lot for somebody. So like, well, you just don't know. not immature. I'm just messing with <laughs> <up. laughs> I don't know. I don't no, know. Sometimes not. I feel like no. I am because I laugh stuff off without being serious. Yeah. And I don't know. Should no. I be serious more? No. 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 People take stuff too serious. Too serious. So. No. Yeah. I appreciate it because sometimes you be you serious and upside and you say something that's <laughs> so far left you be like yes, what you just can't help but to laugh and smile Kira you remember that time in high school when we got our stuff stolen out the car girl yes everybody was so <laughs> hurt and the optimism was outlandish. People <laughs> lost jackets, phones, money, everything like everybody was just like we scared to go home cause we ain't got our stuff we left the car door open on some stupid shit, and they went in there and grabbed all our and stuff. And I'm videotaping it. All right, we got the... All right, y'all. We, had, we had a party in the deep east that we shouldn't have been on. We was at somewhere on 6 Mile and 75. And all of our parents told us not to go. All of us. We like, knew oh, we wanted to go. Everybody sad. Everybody mad. Everybody angry. This the only one. Like, this is her first response. She's like... Damn, somebody gonna have a real nice purse. Like I really like that purse. Like they don't have a bomb ass purse, and she is cracking up laughing. And we like, really, bitch? Like we, our stuff is gone, and you talking about a purse and the jacket and. So you right you that's a nervous just, mechanism though. Yeah, it's like a because child. If, the, if, if something was about to happen or we was about to get hurt, I just start laughing because that's a nervous mechanism. Like, you made what are you jokes. Do? <laughs> you <laughs> made jokes the entire night though. <laughs> the entire night she was cracking jokes like, like even for us doing the stupid shit that we did, like calling the people who had our stuff and you know going to the park and going to pick our stuff up. Of course, we had to have some dudes with us to go pick it up, but yeah. She was cracking jokes the entire time, and we all just like, yeah. I mean, like cracked, straight face, like they no, cracked a few. Jokes. We they had to laugh laughs. with you because it was like we she ain't got shit else to do. What's the like? We right. should not have had our asses on six miles and seventy five. But that's exactly. Yeah. But that. But that just brings everything. Like I'm like, you know what? You right. Like because I remember a lot of situations with you, and I could. I remember myself being hella emotional when she's just like. So, like, 
That can get on people's nerves though when you don't want to feel like that. Though. It can. It can, <laughs> it can but, it's but it's like you said, right. Like, we know you do. and we look right, for you right, for right. that. But I will say sometimes like growing up, like maybe not growing up, but in our in our adult life, I just I ain't gonna lie, I used to I used to worry about you. I'm like, do she be at home like real life, like breaking down or like be yeah, in front of us like one out, way, right. but then be at home yeah. like Cause right. like I like I said, I've seen you cry one time right. out of the twenty plus years like I've known you, and I just be like, like do she like do she feel stuff like do she be going through shit and then she just don't uh she just don't <laughs> say anything like what's up? So it's I mean to to your point, everybody feel like that though. Even I mean even some of my family members because they're like it's they that they just don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We got a call. Got a couple of calls oh, coming no, in, not. but you know. Okay, we ain't there yet. I one of my flaws is that I'm super stubborn. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna take that one for me too. <laughs> I'm super stubborn. That. That's, that Vir- um, that's that Virgo. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm stubborn because. A lot of times I need help, but I don't ask for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna take I, that I, I one too. I understand that. I understand that. I don't ask that. for help one. because I'm gonna take that on chin. I'm definitely gonna ask. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I nah. wish I like. I like I could have been in a, like this of a year situation. Yeah, had. like this last year has really forced me to ask my friends for and help. Accept and accept the help mm-hmm. um but it has been very very difficult for me to do that um <laughs> because i'm not used to trusting people mm. yeah okay i'm gonna take that one too yep speak on, and speak on. you know why, what i don't trust people either not 100 percent. this is no why i don't trust people uh-huh speak on it because i don't feel like i ever trusted my parents Oh, so because I never trusted the people that brought me in this world, then how can I trust anybody else? And then the one time I did trust somebody, Mm. my ex husband, he disappointed me. Oh, come on! So I don't trust people very well. I take that as well. You know, so it's very Uh hard for me to ask for help, and I'm more so like I can do it. I can do it on my own. I can figure it out on my own. And all of this other stuff that's crazy that brings stress and chaos probably to my life. Um, I also have a lot of insecurities. I have insecurities about my finances. I have insecurities Ooh. about oh, my education. Mm, um, I have insecurities about how I look. I have insecurities about my parenting. Oh, like, I have all these insecurities. Chanel just spoke for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I have all these insecurities and hangups, you know, for different reasons. Like, my parenting, I was a young parent, and I don't feel like I spent a lot of time with my oldest son. And I feel like we had a disconnect for a long time because the bonding period I missed because he lived with somebody else so I always feel guilty about that um even though he came to me himself and told me mom you were young you didn't know any better you did the best you could do like you need to forgive yourself Mm. even though he came and told me that Mm. he came and told me that and so I still have hang-ups though because it's like Okay, I'm divorced. I feel like that 
is impacted my kids greatly, but I feel like that's my fault. You know, and I feel like that is going to traumatize them to a certain extent. So I feel bad about whatever trauma or whatever emotional, you know, baggage they're experiencing because of a decision that I made, you know. But I had to make that decision because my marriage was not a healthy one and it was toxic. And that would have been a bad decision to keep them surrounded in something like that. And then my finances. I have a great job. I love my job. Um, My job does not support me financially, though. Like, I have still have a lot of things that occur monthly that, you know, I wish I had more funds. And sometimes I'm like, well, if I would have went to school, Mm. I would have more funds. Even though I know that's not true because I have lots of friends who went to school and they're struggling. I have friends that went to school that don't even have a job. We are all in the same boat. I do not feel like you're beneath. We are all equal. Right. And 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 we just spent more money and we now have to pay that shit back. So you're in a better situation. I understand that. And and now I'm like, okay, I'm at a point where I'm like, well, damn, my finances is already kind of messed up. I might as well go to school anyway. And just get a degree anyway, because only if you feel like you want the knowledge, knowledge right? Yeah, I do. Degree. And I think because of the position I want, I have to go to school. Anything in the medical field, I feel like you need to have. You got. You need a. I'm not gonna say you need a degree, but you need some type of background, just, some type just of training, to fall back on. you know, to fall back on. So that's basically what I'm doing. But yeah, I have so many insecurities which is crazy because people do be like oh she's so nice she's so comforting she's she so this but if you was to talk to probably my ex-husband he would probably be like oh she a bitch wow really? because you you know it's so i think he feels like i'm i'm mean to him but the thing was you're my you partner that and you're my partner so you probably gonna catch everything mm. from me no i'm not gonna be like that to people on the outside but mm-hmm. then it's like yeah and then i had a bunch of i had like i have sexual insecurities i think those come from church i know that sounds weird shut up but i do have <laughs> sexual insecurities and i will tell you why because when you go to when you grow up and you go to church, they tell you to save yourself. Now, even though I didn't save myself till marriage, at a one point I was like, I want to start all over. You know what I'm saying? So they tell you all these things about saving yourself, and then you get married, and they like, oh, you better give it to your husband every day. You better do this. You better dress up. It's like, okay, how do I just quickly make that transition after mm-hmm. saying my vows one night? Okay, that's a lot to think about. When you're embedded in it the way I was mm-hmm. and the way I was in it, it was kind of like hard for me because I still at some points felt like sex was nasty. Even though it was with my husband, I still felt like it was nasty. Now, that could come from other things like, you know, molestation or like early exposure to sex or something like that. Yeah, that, other people speaking in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and other people t- telling me certain things. So, mm-hmm. it's like... Okay, you're telling me to have sex with my husband every day and keep him satisfied, but yet I still feel like this is nasty. I haven't really transitioned out of that, 
you know, um, do seeing it. sex as a be- yeah, don't do it or seeing sex as a beautiful thing between mm-hmm. a husband and a wife. So I had all these insecurities and though I'm not abstinent now, even though sometimes when I have sex, I still have like these insecurities like, well, dang, I wonder was he satisfied? Did I look okay? Was it okay? Was it this? Was it that? Mm-hmm. And that's like a big deal to me because I'm like, uh... Sex is important. <laughs> in my life, I don't know what everybody else's, but I'm just like, well, dang, this is so like all of these things kind of like combined, you know, send me like on a tailspin of emotions, you know, every day. Thank God that I have a therapist and that I'm in therapy and I can like talk this stuff out with him. But um, yeah, those are like. A bunch of insecurities and some of them I probably shouldn't have you know or I don't want to have but the rea- reality is, is that I, I do have them and sometimes they could be stresses and sometimes they can turn into anxiety even like with school it's like okay I decided to go back to school get my nursing degree but I'm still insecure about that because I'm like oh well I'm not good in this subject I'm not good in this subject oh my god what if I pass all my classes? What if I get into a nursing program and, now you have and to I perform. do well and now I got to so perform? Funny. Knox literally just said that tonight. Yeah, now I got to perform and now I'm responsible for these women's health care. Yep. The care of these women is on my shoulders and that's nerve wracking. Like, honestly, I'm not, uh, I don't have a big ego but i'm not concerned about failing i don't think i'm going to fail i don't think i'm a failure i don't think i'm going to fail Mm. i'm scared about the responsibility of success now and that's an insecurity Mm. so you know just knowing that i am capable sometimes i try to downplay myself like oh i don't know that much i'm all right Right, you know i'm cool i'm straight i don't really know that much but it's like I probably do know a lot more than Is I give myself. Is that an insecurity or are you just being humble? But how humble can you be? Well, sometimes you can Do you believe crazy. when people, the masses tell you, girl, you cute. Or I have been you blessed. This, or no. girl, you this. I have been Nobody blessed. Nobody believes what other people tell you. I don't you. believe Why it at all. That? I don't that believe something. It, what is that? It's crazy because I can believe the negative, but I can't believe the positive. the same thing. And you'll be like, you're lying. I don't believe you. The thing about it is, it's hard for me. Like, even now, it's hard for me to take a freaking compliment. Like, when when guys give me compliments, or even anybody give me a compliment, I am be like, I be like, stop. Like, whatever. But it's it's crazy because I it's hard to accept positive, but I can accept the negative all day long. Because I'm so used to beating my own self up. That if somebody else was like saying something in regards to me that I probably have already said, I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Mm. As opposed to me being like, uh, uh, no, let me shut that shit down because that is not who I am now. Like instead of me doing that, it'd be like, nah, you're right, right, you're right. I deal with that. I don't that 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 is a flaw. I don't know how to take a compliment in general, Mm-mm. man, female, whoever, and I they'll say something. And I'm not doing it just to be an ass. Like, saying thank you, I freeze up because I always used to think people 
was, was being just funny. being funny. So mm-hmm. I'll switch up like, man, eh, whatever, and try to switch it to something else or yeah. Yeah. go into something different because I I really genuinely didn't know how to receive a compliment. And I and that's another oh, thing I still yeah. struggle with to this day. Like I said, I will switch that sh- switch up real quick. Like, oh, okay, the, yeah, the sky is blue and yellow. Uh, 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 and I I'll walk away or something. Mm-hmm. And they probably be like, <laughs> Dang, she rude as hell. But it ain't that I'm being rude. Is that it freaks me out because it's like sometimes people have been a smart ass and try to you know be funny and say mm-hmm. stuff to you. You like okay whatever. But then you do have people that's really genuine mm-hmm. giving you a real compliment. But I freak out so easily with that and freeze up. I just be looking like a. Alright, bye. <laughs> like, okay, okay, bye. bye. <laughs> that's that's something I struggle with too, like ex- receiving compliments. It's so hard for me to receive compliments, and I notice that in dating. But you all give it so well. You give that, a compliment that's true. That's all true. day, but you can't take one. I I, can't, I have not. I'm learning right now to. I'm at 33. I'm just now learning to accept compliments and it's and it's still hard for me and the reason why it's hard for me because i don't think i've done anything deserving of a compliment Mm, mm -hmm. and that can be in any capacity it could be my looks it could be you know a project Mm -hmm. it could be anything but i don't think i've done anything deserving because i would say i'm pretty hard on myself be questioning so it's like you did a great job and i'm like oh Okay, thanks. But in my head, I'm thinking like a thousand things that I could have did better. So in my mind, I'm thinking, I really didn't do anything deserving of this compliment. Even if it's like, oh, you're so pretty. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm okay. Because I'm thinking in my head like, well, I didn't do nothing but wake up. You know, like, (laughs) I just woke up. You know, but it's, it's, it's very hard for me to receive. And that's why. It's hard because I don't think I've done anything deserving of a compliment. So why should I get one? You know, mm. why should I even receive the compliment when I'm personally not even satisfied with myself? I had to I had to do the opposite. I had to mentally humble it because I was so used to getting praise and then when I did wrong or when I didn't get the affirmations and that's part of my love language as uh Angelique got that on the table. But Shout out to Dr. Gary. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of my love language. I like affirmation. So I used to get that a lot. So when I didn't do good or nobody said anything, I was like, hold on. Why you ain't say nothing? What's going on? I ain't do something? What I need to do? Now I'm being an over-pleaser. And then now that's taking Mm. energy out of me. And Mm. then at a point, I'm just like, ah. And, And just going into entrepreneurship, and because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, and I never, I didn't even have a job until I was 21 and actually filled out a W-2 until I was 21. Yeah. Uh, because I was always hustling. Right. <laughs> so sure. whatever I could sell, I'm selling. Not like that, y'all. But let me clear that up. Let me clear it up. Please. Because Pops had a record store, and I would used to sell actual CDs. But because mm-hmm. I was, it was free, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's free to me. I can get, you know, people burning CDs, but I'm giving you the real deal. You open up the thing, you post that up on your wall, you feel ah. So <laughs> With the bookies, the with CDs, the books with the bookies. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm doing all of that, most of the time I get that. So now... Like, when you don't get it or every time I don't get it, 
I'm looking for it. So then I had to kind of, as I get older and I'm tapping into it, like, I really don't care if I get it or not. I'm just like, because I had to tap into the, as I'm giving y'all the, oh, it's cool, y'all, whatever, chill out. I had to give that to myself with the, mm. it's cool, whatever, because whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yes, absolutely. And then what's the worst part? It's not, you're not going, nothing, you're, you're still living. <laughs> yep. It's always another day. So yeah. as I'm turning it, as I'm turning it to, oh, you look at something. So as I'm turning into an entrepreneur, I'm like, listen, I'm probably not as equipped as I should be. I don't have the the best education in this particular field, but people are looking to me and asking me to do this, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't take it a lot of the times because I felt like I wasn't prepared, equipped enough, and I was like, well, if people see this in it, I'm just gonna take it, whether yeah. it fail. Go well or not, this is a learning experience. I'm going to move forward. And then I'm just going to take accountability when I do do wrong. And that's okay. So I just took it on the chin. Like, I, it's not going to bother me. We're not going to let it bother me. And we're going to learn from it. So that's where I'm trying to go. That's where I went with it. And that's where I started going with it. Where I was just like, okay, let me just figure out how to write a contract. Let me figure out how to write a proposal. I, I got a couple. Of, I started getting clients. I started doing that. And it started working out. And although I thought I wasn't doing as much, they thought it was cool. That was good enough for me. It was That's okay. Good. Because that meant that I did something for somebody. Didn't matter what I thought it should have been. I think I should have a law degree and all this other stuff because I feel like I shouldn't leave people to this <laughs> point. But <laughs> the fact that they felt it was okay and that it was in a moral standpoint and I didn't take them for anything and my intent was good, that's all it is. See, I'm so I'm not going to beat myself off on it. So I just figured like that's the only way that I got moving forward into getting clients because I was nervous as hell. I didn't want to do it. See, I'm I wanted to do it, but I, I was nervous. It was nerve-wracking. And that was an insecurity that I'm not good enough. But I was just like, if they think something, damn sure, you know what? I am. I am. I am good enough because you thought so. You got it. I'm about to give it to you. And let's see where it goes. See, I'm still on the page of why do you think I'm good enough? Like, what have I told you or what have I done to present to you that I'm good enough? And then for me, presentation or presenting means conflict. And I don't like conflict. Mm. So that's another insecurity I have. It's like communication. (laughs) If If you come to me and you're like, well, Chanel, I think you did this, this, and that. I have a habit of being like, okay, and I'm just trying to figure out how to fix it instead of really taking in what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, and I'm not going to express to you how I feel on my end because I feel like that's going to cause a conflict. And to me, conflict means negative, negative. energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not necessarily true. No, not you can have that. positive conflict, conflict, excuse me, you can have constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, None of this is negative. When people communicate something with you that they have an issue with, that's not a negative thing. But I perceive that because of what I saw when I was growing up or what I experienced. If somebody tell me, Chanel, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, you're not doing that, and it's causing people to be upset and angry. I'm In my head now, I still kind of feel that. Like, okay, I don't want you to be upset. I don't want you to be angry. So... Just tell me how to fix it. I don't even. I can't even internalize it or process it at this point. Just how do I fix it so we could be cool and be on the same page? And then, however I feel, I just kind of like push it back. 
Mm. And then I can deal with that another day. Time, whatever. I'm always pushing my feelings back. Yeah, I, I really think I feel like I, I push I always my feelings do because back. I feel like I'm stronger. So I'll be like, you I need do it more than I do. I'm so like, I'm stronger than that. I'm good. So I'm, just, I'm good. I can handle whatever comes, comes my way. Mm-hmm. So um, how do we adjust these things, y'all? And that's funny because I was listening to each and every one of us speak. And that was the first thing that we did. We acknowledged yeah. what was going on. Mm-hmm. And that's the very first step that you have to do in any situation is acknowledge how something is affecting you, bothering you, or whatever the case may be. So I feel by us acknowledging our flaws and be able to express it and knowing that we can change that mm-hmm. was just... That was it for us. Mm. And knowing that if we continue to speak positive things over ourselves daily, and like Angelique was staying with her mental and she don't want that to happen, you continue to speak your affirmations over yourself, continue to speak breaking those word curses. It's so for as me, mm-hmm. we all said for some type of way we dealt with the insecurity. Now we just got to look at ourselves in that mirror saying, I'm beautiful, I'm wonderfully made, you know, I'm this person, I'm that, I am ho, I am, I will have a degree if I want that degree to better my knowledge. Like we just got to start speaking those things right. as though they are so and just move forth and just go. That's our thing now. We just got to go and mm-hmm. accept the yeah. things that like they are like i said everybody in their lane everybody doing what's best for angelique chanel ashley or kia that's the best thing that we can possibly do we yeah. rocking in our own lanes and we knowing mm. what we're capable of doing so i feel like that's going to help us change and grow and be better the I acknowledgement agree. is everything mm-hmm. and yes. then my add-on to that is that Take what people say to you. Take yeah. what people see in you and just be like, okay, let's try it. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, that's you don't mean. feel like they're telling the truth. You think you are not that person. Go for it. Yeah, let's see what we true. can do. Because true. everybody else see it. If I think things come in threes. If it's more than three people saying it, okay. Here you We're go. two or three together. A two or three together. Yeah, that's true. Then so be it. So I am. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna add on to this, and I I heard this. I want to say like maybe a couple of months ago, and this stuck with me for a while because, for the longest, I would look at other people and be like, "Well, damn, we the same age. Like, I feel like I should be like Ooh, right where they at, or better, you know, or just things that are going on in other people's lives, and I'm trying to compare them to mine, or." You know, people who have things in their lives and they're trying to compare themselves to me. And the thing that I had to realize is what somebody else eat don't make me shit. Yeah. Right. So it's just like you said, I got to stay in my own lane. What work for them work for them. Where they at is where they supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Am I where I'm supposed to be right now? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also going in the direction that I know where I'm headed and I know that that's where I'm supposed to be. So I'm not going to stay here. Yeah, they took some different routes and we started at the same start line and they went different areas and they got to their place. But I can't be looking at them and, and thinking, oh, well, damn, I, I need to be where they at because we the same age and yeah. she making this and he making this and, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm still right here. Like, bruh, cut that shit out. Like, right. You don't know what they did or what they have to go through to get there. So it's like, stop looking at what other people else where they at because you don't that that path that journey that they went on was yeah. not for you yeah you have your own path and journey so mm-hmm. that's that's my thing that i've yeah. been this whole entire 2019 that's what i keep telling myself like what other people shit i mean whatever the other people eat don't make me shit so right. you just yeah. keep yeah. moving forward because you don't know cause don't know yeah. Yeah, you, you could be on that right path doing everything i think right, we all felt that way though yeah. especially through social media social media have you thinking that you just you messed up okay right. like right. you a slouch or something yeah, yeah. but and you like know. So you don't know what they do because no. then you learn in a long way like they didn't hit 17 licks so somebody Mm-hmm. <laughs> and did this they are crack for real and you like oh right yeah, so right i will end our podcast with saying that comparison is the thief of joy Ooh, mm. Ooh. come on hashtag that <laughs> comparing steals the joy from our everyday life mm. journey we should not be comparing ourselves to anyone or anybody. We mm. should be affirming ourselves daily. Mm-hmm. We should mm-hmm. be reminding ourselves daily that God created all of us as <laughs> brilliant individuals. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that we must do the work ourselves mm-hmm. to make ourselves better. But we should also walk in the path that he will have us to walk in. Because if we don't, there are thousands of people who are attached to us that will not get what they're supposed to get because we are not going in the direction that we're supposed to go in. So we should not let comparison or fear or being stagnant or mistakes stop us from doing anything that we know and believe that we should be doing. Yeah. Right. Right. Now lift your hands and receive. Lift your hands and receive it. Every <laughs> good and perfect gift and compliment that comes our way, we deserve it. And, and we will receive it, and we will. And go we forth. will receive it, and we will walk in it, and we will go forth. Love. Yes. Yeah. So love. we love you guys. Love y'all. Thank you for hanging with us. I think. I'm looking at Angelique's book, so I think the next podcast we're going to talk about our love language. Ooh, Ooh, sure. We have a we, little after show. Yeah, yeah. we're do a little after <laughs> show, you guys. So thank you. We'll talk to you guys next time. Okay, everybody introduce yourself. I'll, okay. Outro. Outro. Outro yourself. Alright, so I'm Angelique. I'm Ashley. I'm Chanel. And I'm the Forever Late Kia. Yes, and this is Ask Us. Big. <laughs>